0: This is Karen Hunter and welcome to The Hub. She's got a new book and it's a bestseller, New York Times bestseller to be exact. Get Good with Money. She is the budgetista Tiffany Aliche. Welcome to the Karen Hunter show. Thank you for having me, Carrie. I feel like I haven't been here so long. Well, it's, it, it has been a while. You know, a lot has happened. You look good. Yes. I, anything change in your world? You, everyone's good.
1: No, thankfully everyone is good. You know, we had whew, that that flood. I mean, we didn't get any flooding, but it was crazy in Essex County. I mean, it was there was a pool happening at Newark Airport. People's cars were floating away. There's just been there's just a lot happening in the world in, at large. So I'm just happy to be healthy and here
0: yes same same i actually did have to you know uh wet back back and sump pump my way out of the water mm-hmm. uh but you know bought a little tugboat uh it's been it's been it's been interesting. But, you know, those, those are natural things. Right. Those, yeah. That's Mother Earth saying, hey, hey, I'm here uh, yeah. and you pay attention. And there's nothing you can do about that. But there are things we can do something about before you came in, though, before we get into the, some of the things, because uh, I need us to have a little bit of a blueprint and the, on the heels of Social Security running out and and mm. the debt ceiling may or may not get raised. We got a moratorium ending on evictions. That's done and the unemployment, uh, little, little gift that the the government was given that's done. So uh, I'm going to need people to, to have a game plan for how they're going to take care of their older selves. But before we get there, $500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z. I saw this. I'm taking my $500,000. Like, cause here's the thing. I mean,
1: dinner with Jay-Z, are we talking dinner where he's opening up his Rolodex and he's connecting me to his to his people, because one, if you have dinner with Jay-Z without a plan, you just sitting and eating with Jay-Z? Or are you like, hey, Jay-Z, I've got an online school called the Literature Academy, and I would love if you could share it on your social media platforms and connect me with different colleges and universities that you speak to so that way they can have, then that's worth way more than 500,000. But like just dinner, like, is, is he really going to be sharing his resources with me or are we just chatting? Some people are like, well, he can pour some things into you That will no. I need access to resources, not just advice. That's great. I'm not saying that it's great, but I don't know if it's five hundred thousand dollars great. But if I can get access to resources that are beyond what I currently have access to, then it might be worth it for me because I have a platform in place to take action on that. If, If I was still preschool teacher Tiffany, dinner with Jay Z would be foolish, you know, because what am I going to do with that information? That is going to yield me five hundred thousand dollars teaching preschool in Newark, New Jersey. If I don't have a plan, but business owner Tiffany, I'm like, huh. If I can get Jay Z to, to to you know promote my business, to, to even just take a picture with my book, it might be worth it. But I have the platform in place. But that's almost with anything. Like so, for example, um, if you know someone asked me before, like if I wanted a TV show, and I said maybe, but to me, I would only want a TV show. If it's clear, I can use it as a distribution channel for the other businesses that I have. I'm not looking to be famous just for fame. You know, fame should be a function of fortune. And so if you don't think you can actually make that money in a concrete way, having dinner with Jay-Z, like you have your plan and this is what he's, he's agreed to at least give you some access, then take your $500,000, invest that money and, and be able to go about your business.
0: Now, fame as a means to fortune. Yes, I, I've please. always said the worst thing in the world is to be famous and broke. Lord, I mean, mercy. and we've seen in the last several years with people dying without years. wills, people dying, broke people dying because of depression who were once famous, but mm-hmm. left this earth with nothing and yep. people fighting over scraps and and memories and things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a horrible place to be. But there's so many people who like I believe that Jay-Z's wealth is built on his fame right now. Like mm-hmm. he gets to leverage his fame, his mm-hmm. famous capital for him, so he yes. can make those deals with Tiffany, not Tiffany Alice, but Tiffany's yes. and mm-hmm. uh with the liquor companies because he is Jay-Z and yes. everybody around him can use his name, much like yes. LeBron, to yep. make deals and make money and make yep. moves. So so he's risen to that place. But fame in and of itself is
1: what is it what does it even matter that's like it's literally the worst because who wh- who was it it was um oh, one of these really famous comedians he was like other than getting out of a few um speeding tickets and maybe you know getting a, a nice seat at a restaurant he was like i don't get that much out of this fame you know what i mean like so unless you leverage it to your point like i look at for example let's talk about um robin fenty what is Rihanna's last name i forget Yeah, Rihanna's fenty
0: it's fenty. Okay. Robin, robin,
1: fenty right yeah. so look at rihanna People begging this lady for uh, an album. I I don't see how the, the writing's not on the wall. I'm not saying she's never gonna do an album. This woman hit a billion dollars, and then when you saw the breakdown of her wealth, and you saw about thirty thousand came from music. Do you understand why she's not interested in an album? <laughs> Rihanna was so smart. You want to know why? Because she used her her musicality to raise herself to a certain level, and then she you know, parlayed it, if you will, to be able to develop these businesses that can pay her what the original business will never be able to pay her. And so that is wise. That's why she's like, I'm not worried about nobody's album. Maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. But for now, while I'm still hot, I'm going to milk my fame for as much fortune as possible. And you can do that at whatever level, you know, like whatever that looks like for you. So for me, when I, I, as the budget needs to, I think about that as I make choices, because sometimes people will be like, oh, Tiffany, you know, come do this thing, you know, and I'm like, I always ask myself, how will I be able to transfer whatever's happening here to enhance my business? If it can't, then it's just a waste of time and energy for me. Like to me, a TV show for me, it's a distribution channel that I get paid for. Period. So if it's not going to be that, then what are we doing? Like I look, for example, I look at the, um, what are those people? Um, Chip and Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper. Come on. Right? They, I mean, that, that's goals right there. Let me tell you, I read their book, Magnolia Story, and I encourage people to read that book after they read mine, get those money. But what was so good about it is that if you were to see from the outside, you would think that Chip and Joanna Gaines were put on by HGTV. That somehow they built these businesses as a result of HGTV. When you read the Magnolia story, Karen, they had been business for over 10 years. They had all of these businesses and HGTV served as a distribution channel to their businesses. They were already on, but all they needed was, it was basically their show was an ad. And I was like, that's what, I was like, how are they able to roll out all of these things? They didn't roll it out, it was already there. They just didn't have as many eyeballs on what they were doing. So they were ready. And so I'm ready. I have have a full fleshed out platform, uh, a a podcast, an online school, uh, a New York Times bestseller, all these other businesses. So when I finally get the huge spotlight, it's like, it's go time. And it's going to look like, how did Tiffany roll out all these other businesses? I've been in business for 13 years. I didn't just roll them out. So that is the smart way. If if you were going to take the dinner with Jay-Z, you have to ask yourself like, if I don't have a, um, a plan in place, then it's just going to be a waste. You're just going to get to flex with pictures on social media. Who cares?
0: Come Honestly, on. Who, who cares? And I I love those two examples, you know, because I, 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 I was with Magnolia in the middle of Waco, Texas, where nobody is, you know, it's like mm-hmm. wasteland, but they were able to parlay, you, you know, everything from the, 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 the furniture building business yes. to, you know, and they got the little farm and the children mm-hmm. and all. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And now yes. they bought that big water plant. I'm like, yeah. And then Rihanna, who has more money than Beyonce, but is I not mean, as famous as Beyonce. You know, you got to sit with that for a minute, right? Yes. Uh, and and what you're talking about, like, she could do music when she feels like it, if she feels yes. like it. Yeah. But she makes all of her money sleeping while yes. she's out, hanging out with wh- uh, Nicki Minaj and them. Yeah, Because you have to think about what you plant, what you water grows
1: and blooms. Beyonce has, has said, I want to leave a legacy as one of the best entertainment, t- t- entertainers in the world. So Beyonce's energy has gone toward that, being th- this amazing entertainer, which she will go down in history as whatever. Rihanna's like, I want to be rich. <laughs> okay. So she's like, I will do as much entertaining as it leads to me to be able to maximize my fame to grow wealth. It's two different, they, they have two different, you can tell by the, plat, the, by the fruit that they're picking what they're planting,
0: mm. you know?
1: And so like, that's where you have to be mindful. And I think that not enough people, like I look for example, on social media and I see how people, you know, navigate. And I'm like, most of y'all ain't gonna be Tabitha Brown. You spend so much time on social, you know, hoping that maybe you're one of the 1 billion that becomes the one, it's very unlikely. Instead of using social to your benefit in a way that can put more money back into your pocket. I look at social media as another distribution channel. I am here to raise awareness about what I'm doing and then to ask you to join me off that platform because I don't have access to you the way I want to here. Join me on my text list. Join me on my email list. Join me on my Patreon. Join me where I can have my own access to speak to you when I want, how I want without having to cater to the algorithm. That to me is like the way you social media. Now, there are some people who make a ton of money on social media, like like I said, like a Tabitha Brown. But the, the average person ain't gonna be Tabitha. But what you will be is yourself. Raise your awareness. Ask your people to join you where you have
0: access to them, that. and that's right. it. You use that cycle. Let's talk. Let's talk about that uh, when we come back. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. We got Tiff, Tiffany Aliche. Before we go to a break, I want to take a couple more calls. Uh, people wanting to have dinner with Jay Z. But I want I want if you have a social media dream, because a lot of folk now. And we want, I want to talk about this too, Tiff. People aren't mm-hmm. trying to go back to work mm-hmm. in the traditional way. That ship has sailed. I don't think it's coming back. Wages mm-hmm. are going to have to double or triple for people to, mm-hmm. to, their their time they've learned in the last 18, 20 months is way more important than g- getting dressed and going into somebody's office, being uh, harassed and traumatized every day, coming mm-hmm. home and then medicating because you got to wince and repeat tomorrow that's over. People rather not work than to do that. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that with the plethora of jobs open. Uh, but a lot of folk are feeling like, well, I could just make my money on Forex or online doing some, you know, investing, Bitcoin, mm-hmm. social media, you know, building my YouTube channel. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that as well. But before we do, uh, Michael in South Carolina has been holding on. So I want to get, get to the callers. Hi, Michael.
2: Hey, Karen, how you doing? Oh,
0: wow. Okay. I know. That's, that's a whole lot, Michael.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so first of all, big shout out to Tiffany. I uh, I send most of my clients who ask me questions about what do I read or what books do I offer them. Uh, I make sure they take you out and they all give rave reviews. So I'm very that's happy to awesome. get that talk to
0: you. So. Yo, Get Good Thank With you, Money man. is the is the bomb. It's all of the same. You
1: know, Karen, We
0: sold just about 90,000 copies already. Girl, you know how you know how great that is? Do you know <laughs> how great that, that is? You do know how great that is because you're going to see the residuals too. That was the one thing about doing that particular deal that you did. Your residual <laughs> checks are going to be lovely. All right, but go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm,
2: I'm a financial advisor by trade myself anyway. So uh, a lot of times... I, I try to make sure I'm spread as much wealth as possible and knowledge as possible. So, you know, I, I love what she does, but yeah, there's no way. in um, hell I'm turning down 500,000 to go have a conversation with Jay-Z unless it's in a situation, just like Tiffany said, where, you know, if he wants me to be his financial advisor then absolutely I'm going to dinner with Jay-Z, but in any other scenario? No, uh, I'm not, I'm not turned half out of a thousand to meet with anybody unless it's a business opportunity that is fully vetted and we know that's what the conversation is going to be about.
0: Okay. All right. Well thank you. Thank you for that. And uh you you your voice your voice over work uh should be following you somewhere. Uh <laughs> he's got that voice. J T in Georgia. Hi, welcome.
3: Hey Karen, how you doing? Good. Um, uh, hell no I wouldn't. Uh, dinner with Jay Z for five hundred thousand, I would keep that. Uh, if if it was somebody to have dinner, it would be uh, Master P because I think he got he does a lot of business moves and and uh, make stuff happen. But I would definitely pass it up to five hundred thousand to have dinner with you because I've seen how you move and I've seen I've seen how you move with purpose since you knocked Coco Mode off a long time ago in 13 or 14. Come
0: on now. Come on. We on. Not, we're not I, doing that. Don't
3: no, do that. <laughs> I didn't mean to look at that. I didn't mean to like, come on, let's be nice. So how you came in, and I remember when you first came in and how you was like, you know, I'm trying to stay on these airways. You guys vote tell XM to keep me or whatever. And then you got on there and not just as a uh, did a show, you came stepping with purpose and build a whole legacy of people you bring on and you bring on guests and they end up having a show. And I feel you. I see you, Karen. So I just, uh, I would love to have dinner with you for the 500000 or whatever because I got somebody that I know can be nurtured through. Anyway, i right. you to you. you. I'll well, to you every day.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe he can shoot a shot. Maybe we can get a sponsor to put up the 500,000. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. How would that work? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me think about that. He just gave me an idea. All right. When we come back, Tiff, in addition to all of the 5011 things that I just dropped on you, what should people do if they took the 500000 They have 500000 in cash right now. Let's give them a little quick and skinny, like, what should they do with that money to, to make it work for them? 866-801-8255. We have the budget here, which is a very uh, important, impactful person. She, she's here. You might as well call, get all of her good knowledge that she's coming. And all of that's in the book, too. Get good with money so you can get it from that. Or you can get it here. Call up. 866 801 Is the Karen on the show? I don't even know where to start, but let's start where we were talking in the break about, what is it? Social, social proving
1: versus yeah, social proof
0: versus social media. Okay. Break that down.
1: So we were, we were just sharing. I was just sharing how, unfortunately we live in an era where people are following people straight to mediocrity. You see someone who's really slick with social media posting. They're giving all of this unfounded advice. And you're taking it and it's not coming to anything because they're not doing anything in real life. They're spending all their time on social media looking like they're doing something and that people have lost the art of discernment and they're not and, um, they're not aligning themselves with the vetted because the vetted might look a little boring. The vetted might have a hundred followers, but they're actually, actually out there running their business or whatever it is that you're looking for, right? So I said, the problem is, is this, is that human beings have lean into something called social proof for as long as we've been alive. Social proof is this um this uses as a function to decision make. It's a shortcut to decision making and it's something that just happens naturally in us, right? You see like you know like let's just say you know, you know a million years ago, you see an, an animal eat from this bush with blueberries on it and you're like, "Well, I'm an, I am alive that animal's alive. They ate from the blue bush, they're still alive." Therefore that bush must be safe. Or I see these animals running in one direction and they look like they have fear in their eyes. I don't need to go check it out. I don't need to figure out. If they're running, I need to run as well. That's that's social proof, right? Or you see a sister, her sister locks her pop in and you're like, I I, like I personally have sister locks, who did yours? I don't need to try every sister lockstition in Irvington or, or Newark. I could just go to where she went because hers look amazing. It is a shortcut to making decisions. And it's a good tool that we use. Unfortunately, it's been short circuited by social media because you can now manufacture social proof. You can now say, eat from the bush and then cut out the part where the animal dies. And so all I saw was the bush eating part. I'm like, oh, that seems good. And it's like, no, 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 no. What they didn't show you in that TikTok, in that 30-minute reel, in that one-minute upload, is that the, the consequence on the other side, they've made the actual action attractive, but not the consequence of what happens on the other side. And so as a result, you, we as human beings have to like, exercise the muscle of discernment of does that make sense? Like last night I was talking to my mentee and she was telling me about some business person she wanted to like, like follow and be like, I was like, not to shade on sis that you're talking about. She was in my inbox last week talking about my business is about to crumble, what should I do? She was like, what? I said, yes, ma'am, you need to consider the source. Like your grandmother said, you need to have discernment, baby. We need to go back to that. Where is your discernment? You need to consider the source. Here's the thing, apple trees yield apples If there's no apples coming off that tree, it ain't an apple tree. So if you're saying, I want to follow someone to grow wealth, but you don't know them to have
0: wealth, then what are you doing? Well, Tiff, Tiff, we've Mm -hmm. seen people on social media, on these platforms with the Maseratis and the Ferraris. They'll have 10 cars. They'll show you the video of their new house that they just purchased, their Mm -hmm. mansion, their million dollar mansion. They have wealth, they have jewels. They have all of the the trappings, right? No, they have stuff. That's where the discernment comes in.
1: And I understand if you're really, really young that sometimes you don't realize that people can rent those things. You know, that people can, because what, what you will typically find is someone truly who has wealth, unless they're a celebrity, typically does not flaunt their wealth in that way, unless they're a celebrity, because that's just part of celebrity culture, you know? And so if I'm following uh, an accountant and he's like, oh, look at my Maserati, it's like, mm, the average person does not do that because you know what I want to know why? As my husband born and bred in Newark, York would say, you look like a Vic. Oh, you got a Maserati? Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come see you when you're on vacation. I'm gonna come see you when you know when you're out when you're out the house. I'm gonna come see you when you're in the house. So a lot of people, regular people with real wealth, don't do that because they know it puts them in a position of danger. And so, like, and I mean, I know it can be. That's why discernment is such a tool, and it's such a. It takes a lot to practice discernment. Then not wanting to jump into what's the shiny, obvious thing. Sometimes you just have to listen for consistency. I thought last week they said they make six figure, but now they say they make seven, but now they say they make eight. And now, hmm, you know, and why is this person, why is the sell so hard? If you're doing so well, why are you like, I remember I had this coach that wanted to like be a business coach. And I told her like, oh, maybe I'll sign up next week. You would have thought I, I told her I wasn't gonna pay her rent. Cause that's probably what it was. She was having a heart attack. No, you, you gotta sign up. Oh, you're not serious about your life. I'm like, that's a hard sell for somebody with all this money, you know? And so you have to lean into not just what people say, but how is it feeling to you? Does that really fa- feel authentic? You as a human being get to tap into something that's unique to human beings. You can feel other people if you allow yourself to. Does that like y'all are here listening to Karen? Because you feel her, she's consistent. The that you've been listening to for years and you're like there's realness here because you as a human being you are able to tap into that thing inside yourself that feels the realness in someone else like don't be so swayed that's why i don't spend it i used to spend a lot of time on social media especially for business and now i've outsourced a lot of it to my team because i found that it was for me even swaying what i believe to be true like that doesn't make solid business sense tiffany we're not going in that direction that's that is (laughs) That is social media cute, but not actually cute on the back end. And the the more, I'm telling you, Karen, when I I took six weeks off, that's why I wasn't here, y'all, sorry for my absence. Mm -hmm. I took six weeks off. And in that six weeks, when I took six weeks off of working in social media, I came up with more Mm -hmm. viable business ideas. I had more, like, I, I couldn't believe without the cloud of social media swaying like what I thought to be a good idea or a bad idea because maybe it doesn't look sexy on the front end and when I tell you like I mean there are some things happening and let's just say nine figures and I'm just like wow I didn't This would not have happened if I was looking at social media. You will somebody will TikTok you all the way through mediocrity. Like, don't follow people (laughs) into the hole
0: they found themselves. Like, yeah. So,
1: like, I'm sorry if that. Like, I know people are like, no,
0: on one today, but I'm like, it needs to be said. This is super important. And matter of fact, you know, I made a decision to start a social media platform, but it's not really a social media. It's a social action platform, and people Mm -hmm. are on there building and connecting and growing, and you know. That's what we should be doing with our time, connecting mm-hmm. with people who are like minded, who are about doing something, whether it's building your knowledge base, building your farm, building your business, mm-hmm. but doing it co- cause we need one another. You know, the collective is important. Yes. But, you know, doing it in a space where you gotta bat away trolls and argue over dumb stuff yes. that's not gonna free us. I'm like, who's got time for that? We've wasted enough. We have yes. things to do. So this is why it's important uh that people get good with money and not just get the book, but get good with money. So $500,000, you're not having dinner with Jay-Z, but you have Mm -hmm. half a million dollars instead. What should somebody do with that?
1: So first things first, it depends where you are financially. If you are in this deep hole of debt, especially expensive debt, meaning double digit debt at the very least, you don't have to be debt-free with your 500,000, but I would be getting rid of my double digit interest rate debt because that debt is costing you more than you're likely to make off that 500,000. So follow me now. I know the last year has been like returns. I mean, like I made like, you know, like a hundred percent return on my money, but that's not typical. Typically the market is going to yield you like seven, you know, eight, nine, maybe even 10%, you know, but typically in the seven, 8% range, that was, that's what on average, the market yields. So if debt is costing me 20% and the market on average, is going to yield me eight, I am losing more than I'm likely to make in the market. That's why I would say, get rid of that expensive debt first. I don't know that I would necessarily tell, necessarily tell you, get rid of all your debt because you might have a house that's 600,000. It's like your money's gone. I don't believe that, right? So that's one, debt, debt, debt. Um, two, I would, I'm just trying to think like of everyone. Cause if for me right now, I don't have any debt, I'm debt free like a toddler. Come on come, on! come on! Come <laughs> yeah. on!
0: Come hey, on! Hands, high five for that! I love it! I love right? it! But, um, Condo paid for, no car payment. No, uh, you got the, yeah, all of that. I'm talking about debt free like a toddler.
1: Paid off my parents' house. My rental property that I own as well debt free. I don't have I don't own any um, mortgage on that. And my car, my husband's car. Neither one of us have a car. No, we pay for those cars up front. So, but and I'm not saying I would use my. I don't want you to use your five hundred thousand if you were to get it to completely take care of debt. Take care of the dangerous debt. Right. May, and then if you are behind on any bills, obviously you want to make make sure that you that you do that because ultimately you Maslow's hierarchy of needs will teach you you have to take care of your bare, your necessities first. You know, do you have a safe place to live? Do you have enough food to eat? You know, are you know these are the basic needs that you must have. So make sure your basic needs are taken care of. So that's that's a second thing. I would set aside money, obviously, for investing, but investing is twofold. There's retirement, and then there's also for wealth, you know, like 500,000 is more than enough to max out your retirement account for the year, you know, and here's why, you know, because retirement accounts will give you tax benefits. So if whether it's tax benefits on the front end, like an IRA, which is an individual retirement account or a a 401k, the typical retirement account you get at work where you don't pay taxes on the front end, but you take taxes when you pull it out or like a Roth IRA, you know, that is um, you put in your, the money that's already been taxed into a Roth IRA and you get to pull out your money and especially the growth tax-free. So I'll be maxing out my retirement account because, you know, like um, a retirement account, like a Roth, I think it's like uh, 6,000 or 6,500. So it's not going to take up a significant amount of money, but even honestly, even before that, well, any money that you're going to receive, I don't care if you're getting a $20,000 raise if you're, you have a side hustle that's going to be making you $2,000 a month, you need to map out on paper when this money hit, this is what we're going to do. Because I promise you, the before you money is not the same as the after you money. <laughs> Even me, you know, I'll get money, but like, i lose my mind. So you you need the before you money needs to map out the plan. And so the plan would look like that. The plan would look like making sure that my current bills are, are paid up. The plan would look like setting aside for retirement. And for me, the plan would look like, well, you. I want to make sure for you, like, do you have enough insurance? Are you fully insured? Not enough. Some people don't have enough life insurance. They don't have um, rental insurance. They don't have, um, uh, you know, home homeowner's insurance. Like I, if Ida taught us nothing this last storm, some people found out that their homeowner's insurance did not include um, um, flood. Mm-hmm. So like insurance. So to me, I'm the type of person that I want to, when I get the house, the, like let's pretend the 500,000 is a house. I want you to take care of the plumbing and the electric. And so let's take care of that, the foundational things. And then once those foundational things in your life are taken care of, now we can worry about, let's paint the house and get new flooring, which is investing for wealth. And yes, that's exciting, investing for wealth, but you will not be able to keep wealth long. You would not be able to keep that house long if the foundation is shot. Because if you don't do the electrical and there's an electrical fire two years from now, all your money
0: has gone to what? All that beautiful paint job and those flower beds and all of that. You know, it doesn't um, matter. That's the non-sexy stuff that people, you know, it doesn't make you feel good in the moment, but it'll definitely give you peace of mind. I think that's great. And, you know, as I'm reading Get Good With Money, the thing, the way this book is laid out yeah. You know, the way you take us, you know, from 10, you know, zero to 100% as you're yeah. building people's knowledge base, but also, you know, giving them tools along the way, just like building a house, foundation first, making yes. sure the walls are tight, making sure all yes. those, like, you know, your your book is that blueprint. Yeah, and honestly, Karen, I thought about
1: that. Like, I, I think about my legacy, especially as it relates to black Black people. I thought to myself, you know, Tiffany, what is your legacy gonna be if you're not here anymore? You know, when I taught preschool, my legacy was these babies, because I taught preschool in Newark and all my babies were black and brown. And I didn't know what was gonna happen once they left my classroom. So I said, I'm gonna teach you to be ready for damn near second grade by the time you leave me. So you are, cause if a child does not get a good educator, between uh, preschool and second grade, they might not ever be able to catch up. So I said, well, I'm gonna be all of that. So it wasn't just letter, shapes, colors, numbers. No, no, no. I committed that I wanted my four-year-olds leaving reading because I knew if you could read, they couldn't hold anything back from you. Mm. So 90% of my four-year-olds left reading, but that was intentional, right? So it's the same thing why I wrote the book, Get Good With Money. I said, if I'm not here, What does it look like to close the gap for you of financial knowledge? You know, like to start with mindset and budgeting and to go all the way through estate planning. And I laid it out. So I have my master's in education. So I laid it out intentionally in a way that is cumulative. So you learn one thing and you take that knowledge. And then the next chapter teaches you the next thing. So the book is 10 Steps to Financial Homeless. It's budgeting. Debt, credit, learning how to earn, it's um, savings, it's insurance, it's investing, it is net worth, it is your money team, it's estate planning. So all of these things in order. But you could also, the, the teacher and me knows that people like to jump around. So I wrote the chapters in a way that they could also stand alone independently. Should you want to jump to that chapter because that's what you need, you know. So I was, I wrote. Get, get Good with Money is literally a love letter to Black people to say. If no one teaches you anything about money and you don't know how to do anything, but read and write, you know, and add and subtract, then I got you, I will bring you from your budget all the way through estate planning. And that will be the financial foundation you need to build the rest of your life on. And so I am prouder of great deal of money than almost any other thing that I've done because I know that so many lives will be saved as a result of my legacy. If I I die today, I know that book will stand the, the stand of the test of time.
0: Well, we need you to live. So we're going we're to <laughs> oh, yeah. say that out of our mouths because, uh, you know, you're you're a valuable human being and we love you. Um, and I thank you for, you know, giving your time. And I know, you know, for you being here, it is building the platform, but you give and that's that's got to be the exchange. We got to have that exchange. You give mm-hmm. you receive this. The circle It's the circle of currency, you know, that yes. you got to put it out. To get it back um and you do so with love and let me just say thank you to you You're Tiffany. Welcome. thank you for, for always for creating a platform for me karen honestly from the very beginning